what we do is we organize an itinerary in the areas they want to visit and we tell them where to sleep and where to eat. They have vegan friendly options. Then we call the restaurants and the hotels to tell them, hey, you're having a couple of guests that are vegan, so please prepare this type of meal and don't put meat. Welcome to the Plant-Based DFW Podcast Weekly Show with Dr. Riz and Maya, a show broadcasted from the Dallas-Fort Worth area that focuses on lifestyle medicine. This is the use of evidence-based lifestyle therapeutic approaches, such as a whole food plant-based diet, regular physical exercise, adequate sleep, and stress management to treat, prevent, and oftentimes reverse lifestyle-related chronic diseases that are all too prevalent. Every week, they feature a guest who speaks on one of these lifestyle medicine pillars. This show is for you, the person who is seeking to improve your overall wellness and quality of life. So whether you are driving, walking, or relaxing at home, we hope this show will provide you one more tool for your wellness toolbox. Let's meet today's podcast guest. Welcome back to the Plant-Based DFW Podcast. I am Maya Acosta, and this is episode 147. In early 2020, just before the pandemic, I had the opportunity to interview Diana Esteban of Madrid Vegan Travel. Now, imagine that you're traveling by yourself to Madrid. You are a vegan. You have no idea where to eat vegan foods. Well, Diana created a vegan experience where she led vegan tours throughout the city. So you could enjoy the city, spend time with other vegan tourists while sampling vegan tapas from restaurant to restaurant. She also partnered with El Prado Museum to offer a vegan experience. While many of the paintings in the museum actually depict animal suffering, she was able to select 50 paintings where the animals are represented as important figures in Spanish history without depicting animal suffering. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Hi, Maya. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, I'm very excited when I saw you on social media and I saw that you actually have organized various vegan experiences in Madrid. I said, oh my goodness, I have to contact you because (laughs) I love Madrid. Early in the 2000s, I think it was, I had the opportunity to stay at Ortega and Gasset. I did a program there in the summer, Mm. like a lot of people did. And I had my experience of experiencing the city and eating paella at 11 p.m. Mm. at night. <laughs> yeah, that's and enjoy, how we are. Yes, and enjoying wine with a meal like a lot of people do. So I really love the culture of Madrid. Please tell us about yourself and how you became vegan. Well, nine years ago, when in Madrid, <laughs> nobody knew what a vegan was, and you had to explain what a vegan is in a restaurant to the waiter, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was really surprised, and uh, asking you, oh, and how did you survive being a vegan? You don't eat anything, <laughs> these kind of things. Well, many years ago, when veganism wasn't so huge and so big, uh, one of my friends, he told me, hey, you have to watch this documentary called Earthlings. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, yeah, well, I love animals. I'm sure I'm going to like it. And well, it was the worst two hours of my life. Mm-hmm. I had a broken heart after that. Mm-hmm. And then that night I decided to go vegan. And yeah, in 15 minutes, I was a vegan and never back again and never regret it. And really happy and um, 
I mean, now veganism is my life. It's a very big, important part of my life. I bet it is. I see that in your tours, you actually incorporate animal welfare and kind of tours that cater towards also being concerned about the animals. And let me ask you, was it difficult? Because one of the things that stood out for me when I've spent time in the past in Madrid is the use of ham. There's a lot of pork in the dishes. Yeah, but the thing is that in the last five years or five, six, yeah, around five, six years, uh, veganism has blossomed here. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many vegan restaurants in a city with four million people, there are more than 40 vegan restaurants. So the options are huge. And now in many bars and taverns, they are having like a veggie corner or vegan options in the menu. So now I have to say that it's really easy to be a vegan when you are in Madrid. You can find many options. That's good news. I was going to say it's good news because the last time that I was in Madrid was in 2015 and I struggled a little bit. I was there. I went to Sevilla. I went to Barcelona and it was the same thing. It was a little bit difficult. That was just about five years ago. So since the last time I was there, you're saying there's been an improvement in the uh, vegan options? Oh, huge improvement. Well, there's a vegan tour now in Madrid, me. (laughs) So (laughs) there are many vegan activities. And it's true that uh, in the cuisine, in the Mediterranean diet, the Spanish cuisine, we have uh, meat and pork in many dishes. But it's uh, like, for example, imagine that you're cooking for your family and you're cooking, for example, cocido for all your family, which is a traditional stew. And in a whole pot full of vegetables and legumes and many green things, you put like a little bit of ham. So I have Mm -hmm. to say that we don't eat ham. Well, me, I don't eat ham, never. But people in Spain, they don't eat ham like every day. Ham Mm -hmm. is only for celebration and only for like for a special day or Christmas. The funny thing is that tourists, they love ham. So in every tourist place, they put like the hamster to attract the tourists. So it's a pity that as a tourist, you see more ham than what I see as a Madrilenian. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so they do it to attract us. So that's why if you're walking past any of those venues, you'll see a ham leg or something. That's why, yes. That makes sense. So in the last nine years that you've been a vegan, this has become your life. How did you even begin to create your business of Madrid Vegan Travel? Well, I've been always a traveler and a guide. And when I was traveling around the world, I was looking for personalized services. I mean, I'm a vegan. I'm traveling to Thailand Mm -hmm. and I want to eat vegan. I want to meet local vegans and I want to have like a vegan tour but I don't want to mix with the rest of the normal tours where it's going to be meat and fish and these kind of things because that's really hurt me so I don't want to spend my vacations seeing a lot of meat and fish and then I realized that when you are a vegan and you're a traveler you don't find many services that are adapted to you you have to look up in happy cow or you have to try to look on Google a few days before your trip, but you cannot really find local vegans who are there for you, who are going to give you a nice tour and show you the tapas and the traditions and uh, veganizing the traditional food. So you can try 
that was a gap that I thought, well, I'm in Madrid and I need to give to my clients what I couldn't find when I was traveling. Mm-hmm. Vegan services only for vegans. And that's why I created Madrid Vegan Tours. Awesome. And was it difficult to get started at the beginning? Well, not much because I was very convinced that this is uh, something important and veganism is flourishing. So that I was completely sure that this was going to work. And I saw that vegan tours in London and Berlin are going well and people is having a good time uh, going on a vegan tour. So I thought, well, Madrid is the capital of Spain and needs to be one of the capitals of Europe with a vegan tour. So, oh, well, there, there was a vegan tour in Barcelona too. And so I thought, well, I'm the person who has to start these uh, vegan tours in Madrid. And <laughs> I did it. No, no, it was okay. It wasn't very hard. All right. Well, let's start with one of the packages that you have because you offer a variety of experiences depending on what the person is looking for and how much time they have available. So one of the first things that you do is you have a tour for just going from one restaurant to the other. It's a vegan tapas food tour in Madrid. Do you want to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. This is like the jewel of the crown. It's a vegan tapas tour. People love it. We have a very good time and we explore the neighborhood of Malasaña. And Malasaña is like the trendy nightlife neighborhood in the city. And um, there are bars and restaurants that has uh, vegan tapas. So we visit four uh, vegan restaurants and I'm selected the best tapas in each place. So we try, for example, vegan calamari and people love it because many vegans, it's years that they don't try calamari. So here they can try calamari and it's a traditional dish from Madrid. So they love it. And uh, patatas bravas. And also we try pisto. Well, I mean, we try traditional Spanish food that is being veganized or it's uh, accidentally vegan. So we can try a lot of food, but not like international or modern food. I mean, really, really traditional food. And uh, we also drink vermu, which is something that if you have been in Madrid, you may know that it's very famous. It's huge here. Mm-hmm. And we try our artisanal beer and wine. And mm-hmm. well, at the end, we go to a vegan bakery and we try vegan cakes. Mm. Amazing. And then we have a cafe con leche. Uh-huh. That's our traditional coffee with milk, but it's a Spanish way. So we try many things. And uh, well, at the end, the poor clients are full, but they are very happy and they have tried many things that maybe they wouldn't select it uh, going to those places by their own. So they are really grateful that I explained the stories and the history behind any dish and the history of Madrid and the history of Madras Malasaña. So at the end, they have learned so much things about Madrid and Madrilenians in three hours that they want to repeat the tour. They want to come the next day tour. <laughs> I bet that's a lot of fun. And I think that by now, many people already understand the concept of tapas because even here in the United States, some of the restaurants have that the word tapas listed, Mm -hmm. which are very much like small dishes similar to appetizers. That was one of the things that I enjoyed the most when I was younger. And during my first few years of visiting Madrid, it was just going from one restaurant or one bar to the other, sampling small dishes that are traditional. Maybe they're traditional for the tourists. I don't know. (laughs) 
No, no, but, we do um, it. <laughs> we go tapas and cañas almost every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say, it's a nice way to eat. And you might know already that out here, our main meals are huge. We have large servings here. Whereas I feel the concept of tapas allows for conversation. You enjoy a drink, you enjoy a small appetizer. And then if you want, move on to the next experience. So this is a really cool idea because like if I'm ever visiting, I can just join your group and have people that I have these ideas of being vegan in common, you know, so we would have these things in common and then I could socialize with them. So that's pretty cool. And how often do you offer those tours, the tapas tour? The tour is every day, every day during the week. Oh my goodness. You stay really busy. Is there anyone else that's helping you with this? Oh yeah, I've got uh, another guide helping me and we really work on a net of vegan guides and Uh help each other depending on how many people is in each group. Yeah, Uh we we do it together. Oh, you know, let me ask you, I know that you say that some things are accidentally already vegan, but did you have to develop a relationship with the restaurants ahead of time to basically encourage them to provide vegan options for your guests? Yeah, yeah. Well, we are from Madrid and you know, Madrileniums, we love going out and visiting many bars and knowing the owners. We love to feel comfortable and familiar in the places we are visiting. So Malasaña is a very vegan hotspot. So we know the places in Malasaña and we talk to the managers and the owners so they can provide the best vegan food they can. And we know each other for a long, long years because the vegan community is very close, very tight in Madrid. So yeah, we, often, we very often tell them the best vegan tapas you can provide, the more vegan clients and international clients you get. So they are very open to these kind of suggestions. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, let's talk about another tour that you offer. You have, for people that are interested in going to the El Prado Museum, you also have that tour. What does that one look like? Well, it's an amazing tour and we realize that many of our clients, you know, when we are on the tapas tour, we talk a lot and we chat and we even talk about our lives and why we became a vegan or when or about our cats and dogs. Well, you know, this chatty about the vegan gossip, no? And then many of them told us that going to Prado Museum was very hurtful for them because many paintings in Prado Museum Animals were dead or hurt or hunted or cooked. So I realized that, well, I know Prado Museum all my life, so maybe I'm not so sensitive, but I realized that for many people, visiting this museum was painful. And then we had um, a chat with our art expert, another guide, Mm -hmm. and we thought, well, we have to select the best paintings in Prado Museum that are not hurtful for vegans and uh, we are going to enjoy and uh, we are going to see the animals being strong and healthy and alive and powerful. So um, we selected 15 paintings from the best authors and painters of Prado Museum in which the animals, they represent something important in the history of Spain or in mythology or in the development of the medieval times. I mean, they are important paintings, but they have in common that animals are not suffering on those paintings. So mm-hmm. now that the tourists can be very happy and they don't have to suffer <laughs> because we are very sensitive with the animals as vegans. So it's really, really hard to see 
these poor animals in, in a huge painting in front of you. So we have skipped that part. We have avoided this uh, pain. And well, after Prado Museum, we go vegan tapas to the neighborhood of Lavapiés, that it's very cool neighborhood. And then we relax and we have a few drinks, uh, usually beer or tinto de verano. And then we have tortilla de patata, vegan tortilla de patata, vegan patatas bravas, vegan calamari. We have many vegan tapas. And uh, well, after a museum, you are always very tired. So this is very <laughs> relaxing and we have a good, good time. That's an excellent decision for you to have found paintings that are pleasing to our eyes. And um, because, you know, one of the things that you promote is also being a conscious traveler and being aware of the situation with animals and the suffering. So I like that you can still experience the beauty and the art and the history at the museum, but by selecting certain pieces of art that are kind of soothing for us as well. I think that's a great package that you have there. And okay, what other tours do you offer? For example, the new tour that I'm very proud of is um, we visit a cat shelter. I've got cats. I live Ooh. with three cats. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this, uh, the feral cats are having a bad time living in Madrid, but the good news is that there are many amazing people who's taking care of the cat and the colonies and the feral cats, mm-hmm. and they have shelters. And shelters, they always need help, and they always need donations and uh, people going there to see how they work and how they safe and rescue the cats and uh, how the cats can find a new life mm-hmm. by being adopted by families. So right. we visit our cat shelter and then we go tapas. Yeah, tapas are very important <laughs> in Madrid. So every time you do something, must be tapas at the end. <laughs> That's great. So the tourists that visit you and join you for any of these tours, where do they come from? Are they from all over the world or mainly Europe? Well, all over the world, but especially from the United States. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got many clients from the United States and also from Europe and Australia. I'm very surprised because I've got many Australian guests. Okay, that surprises me as well. But that's pretty cool. And I like the idea that you're promoting a shelter in part of the package in the sense it's like that's true work. The true work of a vegan is to collaborate and support the organizations in your area. I think that's pretty cool. And then you also have like a package that offers cooking classes, I see. Oh yeah, we have a vegan chef. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Sara and she's a professional vegan chef. And what I love about Sara, that she's a traditional Spanish chef. So when we have the guests coming to the cooking class, they learn how to cook vegan paella Mm -hmm. and the vegan patatas bravas and vegan gazpacho, (laughs) which are, if you know Spain, are like the three most famous and traditional dishes from the Mediterranean cuisine. So we have this cooking class and we are cooking like for one hour and a half with Sara. And then we taste all the food together and we have a very good time because there's nothing better than tasting the food you've been <laughs> cooking with a chef. You, you have a good time. Yeah. Now, these cooking classes, do they offer hands-on experience? Like, are the tourists participating in the cooking process or are they just watching? No, no, they have to cook too. If they don't cook, they cannot eat. 
So awesome. they better cook. Yeah. <laughs> they cook with Sarah hand to hand. Okay. And is this like in her kitchen, like a commercial kitchen? We have um, a very old bakery in Madrid that has been open uh, for the last 40 years. And this bakery is uh, giving us the space to cook. So it's a traditional old uh, place, like very old Madrid area. And uh, yeah, people like it because it's very Madrilenian. Oh my goodness. See, I can't wait to visit. The next time I go, I definitely want to do one of your tours. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, because that's exactly what I like about... It's how I've always enjoyed traveling is connecting with the local people and experiencing a little bit more. You have the experience that other people don't have when they show you the places where the locals like to go. Um, it's very different and I like that a lot. What other packages do you offer? Well, we help people with their vacations because we have uh, seen in this year that we are mm -hmm. running this business that many people want to visit Madrid and Barcelona and Sevilla, but some mm -hmm. others are brave enough to say, hey, I want to rent a car and I want to visit the countryside, the rural areas, but they are vegans and they are afraid like, oh, I'm not going to eat anything if I go to a tiny little village that I want to visit because it's a castle or a cathedral. And as a vegan, I'm going to have a bad time. So what we do is we organize an itinerary in the areas they want to visit. And we tell them where to sleep and where to eat. And they have vegan-friendly options. And then we call the restaurants and the hotels to tell them, hey, you're having a couple of guests that are vegan, so please prepare this type of meal and don't put meat and don't put egg because we know the gastronomy, we know the language. So for us, it's really easy to deal with the chef or with the owner and tell them, even if it's a very small bar in a very small village, we know how to talk to them so they can prepare a nice and amazing vegan food for you. So we call them and we tell them, when are you going to be there? And they prepare the traditional food, but veganized. So people can have a, like a rural vacation in Spain. You don't have to be afraid of being in a little tiny village because we have been taking care of all the details and you only have to enjoy the food and talking to the people and visiting the monuments and the area. Yes, this is excellent because sometimes I find that there might be some sauces that may have a component like fish in the sauce or little things that you may not be aware of. And unless, like yourself, your experience, you know exactly what to tell the chef or the restaurant to avoid so that we can get a fully vegan meal. I think this is awesome. And so that's like when you organize this sort of custom tour for the people that want to travel on their own, is that anywhere throughout uh, Spain or on the outskirts of Madrid? No, it can be all Spain. All of Spain. Yeah. Well, being a Spanish, you've been traveling around Spain for your whole life. So you know the gastronomy in each region and it's the same language. So for us, it's uh, very easy to organize, for example, a rural vacation in Galicia, which mm -hmm. is an amazing, beautiful place in the northwest of Spain. And uh, tourists, they don't go because they think it's going to be hard and it's too rural and a little bit far away. But Discovering those places by your own, it's uh, like a life-changing thing. And, well, you don't know the language, so someone has to help you, but we are here 
to help brave vegans to travel around rural Spain because it's a beautiful country to discover. It really is. And you uh, promote things like ethical businesses and you talk about fair trade and also about recycling. So you yourself, you're an environmentalist, I assume. Yes, yes, we are, of course. We don't understand being a vegan without being an environmentalist. We are helping the planet as much as we are helping the humans and the animals and ourselves. And to be healthy and happy, it's very important to be strong and fight for the planet and for the animals. So, yeah, we really believe in saving the planet. Yeah, that's important. And I think that we're starting to see more and more people protesting about that, the concerns that they have for the environment and climate change and things like that. But as a consumer, I like that when I'm shopping in Madrid, I can hear from you. You can tell me which businesses you would recommend. And what else can some of the tourists look forward to when they contact you for tours? Well, we can help them with our vegan concierge service. We have a service, online service, and when they are in Madrid, they can hire us to have a vegan concierge online. So at the moment, they get lost. They don't know where to have a nice paella or where to go for the best bravas. They only have to call us or text us. Then we are going to tell them the places we recommend, not the most popular place. The place we know that is good and the place we have been thousands of times, and that we recommend for the best uh, tortilla de patata, patatas bravas. If they ask about something, they don't know if it's vegan or not, we help them. I mean, it's a service that if you want to feel comfortable and maybe you don't want to make a lot of pre-work before your trip to Madrid, and but when you are in Madrid, you want to be relaxed and you want to have someone who's going to help you if you get stuck in place, you only have to tell us and we help you. This is yeah. called the, the vegan concierge. Awesome. You're only a phone call away from help. (laughs) So I see also that because of your activism, you donate 5% of the dividends to projects that save and rehabilitate animals that suffer from abuse and abandonment. So you're continuing to be active in many different ways. And when you're not busy working and putting together tours, what are some of the things that you like to do for yourself? Well, we are volunteers in an animal farm sanctuary and Mm -hmm. we visit the volunteer, the animals and we help them and we donate 5% of the benefit of the company to this animal sanctuary or any other shelter that needs and ask for our help. What we love is traveling and visiting shelters and animal sanctuaries, for example, We went to Costa Rica last November and we visited a few shelters there for monkeys, the orphan monkeys, and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever Mm. done in my life Mm. because I'm very used to be a volunteer in cat and dog shelters Mm. and also as an animal farm sanctuary but monkeys there are no monkeys in Spain so for me it was like wow <laughs> spending time with them so cute so little and so funny so similar to us I could see in their eyes that they feel like us and well for me there's no words to describe what I felt so yeah animals yeah. animals and animals 
Yes, I agree. You know, when I was in one of my trips to Costa Rica, we went out to explore and, you know, I previously have spoken about ethical traveling and ethical tours. But in this case, we were watching, looking at the monkeys from a distance, but I got too close. I was under the tree, not too close to the monkey because he was very high, but I was looking at him and photographing him and I got too close. And I think I upset him because he actually urinated <laughs> on me from <laughs> distance. I think he felt like he was being exploited by me. Because they yeah, were in their is, natural environment. But I you know, you were too close. <laughs> I think I was too close, even though the distance was very high. He was very high on the tree, but I got too close. But it was the funniest thing. So I wonder how is it that the monkeys end up being orphans? How does that work? Because their mummies usually they electrocute <gasps> and they die. Yeah. And someone found them alone in the close to the road, maybe, or in the forest. Mm -hmm. And they take them to this shelter for monkeys and slugs. And yeah, they take care of them. They rescue them and feed them and teach them how to be a monkey. And when they are old enough, they leave them in the forest again. So oh. they want to live in the shelter forever. Wow. Oh, how disappointing. That's really sad. I like that you partner up with other sanctuaries and then you yourself do it when you're traveling, you volunteer at other places as well. It makes the trip so much more meaningful, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's very important. I mean, I'm an activist and a volunteer in Spain. When I travel, I want to see what other activists and volunteers and vegans in another country, how they live and what they do and how they volunteer and where are the shelters and what they do. I mean, I'm very curious because yeah. that's who I am. So I want to see other people in another places and countries, what they do. That's why I thought that maybe vegans who come to Madrid, they were very curious about how we live and what we do as vegans yeah. in Madrid. That was the beginning of the idea of my company. Yeah. And you are the first and so far, are you the only vegan travel agency or travel company? In Madrid, yes. In Madrid. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. And is mm -hmm. there anything else that you would like to tell us? Well, don't be shy. Come to Spain. Spain is not only ham. I can promise you, <laughs> you're going to have a very good time if you come to Madrid or Barcelona. It's easy for the vegans now. You can relax. And there are many services, like, for example, my company. We are going to be with you for an evening and we are going to try amazing tapas and have a good time and have a good laugh about mm -hmm. everything and uh, maybe gossip about the veganism and the <laughs> vegan community in Madrid. And yeah, we're going to have a good, good time. So Spain, it's open to veganism and it's a vegan friendly country now. So don't be afraid of coming to Spain. It is. Okay. And what is the best way to reach you, your website and your social media? Well, my website is the best way to know the tours and to know what we do. It's www.madridvegantravel.com. Okay. And then you're on, you're equally active on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. We post many pictures and posts in Instagram and Facebook. We have the same name. It's Madrid Vegan Tours. Okay. 
Awesome. Well, I look forward to visiting you the next time I am in Spain. This is going to be an incredible experience and congratulations on putting this program together. And for our listeners, I encourage them to reach out next time they're in Madrid also, anywhere in Spain, because you put together tours and you do concierge planning as well. Yeah, it would be a pleasure. Please come to Madrid, Maya. We're going to have a good time. Yes. I can promise you that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Diana, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Plant-Based DFW podcast show. If you like our content, please like, share, and leave a review. Our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community.